Yo. One, the bandwagon radio in full swing. You know how we do this thing, man. Hit that bell, subscribe right now so you get those notifications when we drop a new episode like this one right here. Another special edition of the Rundown segment here on the Bandwagon Radio, where I myself, Jay Prag, sits down with artists across the globe, give them a chance to open up about their personal life, their music, and you know for the end of the show is out, we gotta drop that new heat. Today, got a special guest on the phone lines, hailing all the way from Fayetteville. Yeah, got my man Joju on the phone lines. How you doing, brother? Hi, how you doing? Great, uh, great, great. It's good to be here. It's good. It's good. Thank you for jumping on the bandwagon today. Uh, yeah, it's, uh, it's great to be here. Right. Now, I had a chance to check out the new single, I'll Miss You Too. We're going to talk about the new single. Um, I'm gonna introduce. I'll let you introduce it a little later on, of course, in the show. And then at some point, I do want to give you some feedback on what I personally thought of the record, just as a fan of music, Okay. Okay. All right. Before we do all that, though, uh, for all my listeners, are you originally from Fayetteville? No, I'm, I'm actually originally from Los Angeles, California. Okay. Uh, I ended up just kind of traveling around uh, after I joined the, uh, the military. I was in the army for a little while, and I got stationed in Alaska. And then some of my friends ended up coming down here, so I just uh, moved and uh, started life down here. Okay. So starting a new life uh, in Fayetteville, North Carolina. I bet it was a big change coming from the West Coast, from LA. Oh, definitely. The weather's, you know, horrible. <laughs> yes, yes <laughs> it is. I'm used to like the sunny weather, you know, in Los Angeles and stuff, and like, you know, having the beach over in Venice, and then going on like over to the mountains in Big Bear, like on the same day and right. stuff. So it's it's definitely a change. Um, but my friends are out here, and I I wouldn't have it anyway. That's what's up. That's what's up. Well, um, now that you're there, uh, it, it I'm guessing uh the I'll Miss You Two record is that was that birth in Fayetteville or was that uh concepted and, and put together before you even moved you know what that was actually kind of uh it, it's just songs that i had written uh here and there like within the last i want to say four or five years um the song i'll miss you too we actually i, I was up in alaska 
uh, recording in a friend's uh, studio. Mm-hmm. And that one we had written uh, within that month. But a lot of the other songs, like uh, like the song Nomad, for example, that was when I was starting like all my travels and stuff. And I had already gone all over the East Coast and I traveled a bunch as a kid. It was really just about me, like, you know, exploring life and stuff and exploring new places. And so they, they really range uh, from when I joined the military until like right up until the album was done. Okay. All right. So a lot of different music that you finally have, I guess, found the time and the, the, the motivation as well as having the structure to put it all out now and having a system behind it. Um, let's talk a little bit about your transition from, uh, I guess, the service, the U.S. Army, uh, being a drill sergeant. What was that like, uh, that experience in life? <laughs> um, being a drill sergeant was, uh, it, it was a it was a really different experience because like they teach you one thing in the schoolhouse and then they say in the schoolhouse, like you don't really become a drill sergeant until you get on the trail and actually start uh, being a drill sergeant. That's where you learn like, you know, I guess really what you're going to be doing and stuff. And so that was a completely different experience. These, you get people from all over the world um, with different ranges and intellect, you know, and abilities. And, and you really just gotta, you gotta, teach them in a way that everybody's going to understand but at the same time remember like these are human beings you know and like so there's there's a fine balance or, or there's a fine line to you know and a balance to it whenever you're trying to teach somebody how to be a soldier now i bet uh now I, i'm sure that your experiences there though have lent some type of help with uh your music side am i wrong in saying that um, I want to say a lot of different experiences brought into it. Uh, being a drill sergeant definitely as well. Mm-hmm. You know, um, it really taught me to not only word things differently, but also just kind of look at things from a different perspective. Because, uh, like I said, I grew up in, in Los Angeles, and you have so many different kinds of people that, that go to um, just a, a big city, you know. And then traveling outside of Los Angeles, like there's really no place like like California. You know, because um, there's so many different cultures and, and so many kinds of like, you know, different places and stuff. And it's just everything just kind of boils down into a melting pot that is that is me, <laughs> you know. And so I just try to, mm-hmm. to go from that and just kind of pick at everything. Okay. Now, transitioning, talking about the I'll Miss You Too track. What was the purpose of this song as the writer and the creator? Why, why, why was it time to put this out and what was the purpose of this record? Um, so I had gone through, like, I, I don't know if, um, if you've heard, like, any of the other songs on the album at all, but it, it, it definitely all ties into, like, it, they all tie together, and okay. a lot of, like, the album will explain what my path has been, uh, I want to say in the last four or five years, just because that song, I'll Miss You Too, was definitely the end of, um, you know, a, a transition in my life, uh, I, I had a significant other and there was a kind of a falling out and it's one of those things where just like, you know, even though you move away um, from someone who's, who's played such a big part in your life, you, you never really forget them. You know, so many people remember hey, what their first love was like or, or what this amazing love that they felt at one point was like. And, you know, I hadn't really, I had kind of phased out of music a little bit, but, you know, going through um, a heartbreak, you know, I, I definitely got back into music and just started writing it, and um, it became an outlet again. You know, and so when I started writing the songs, like I shared it with people, and 
And I was talking to one of my buddies, um, and he had someone pass away in his life. And, you know, so both of us had kind of these relationships that we had lost. And so I just kind of tied them both together, and it really resonated with him. And everybody that we showed, like, loved the song, and, you know, it resonated with them. And there was a connection there. And it, this was just one of the songs, like, hey, we have to make this our main one. Like, it, it just resonates with people the most. And, you know, it's the clearest one that we have. And so it just it felt like time to record it and write it, uh, write it and record it. You got this one out. So what would you say now is the feelings or emotions you wanted the listener to have receiving the record? Um, when I'm thinking of somebody listening to these songs, I definitely want to make that connection. Like, hey, like, it's okay to, like, feel these things, you know? It's it's okay to miss somebody. It's okay to, like, have loved. And, you know, it really is uh, better, as, as miserable as it may be, like, when you're going through it. And, you know, it is better to have loved than lost, to, to know what that feels like. You know, and to be really in love with somebody and not just have it make sense, but be so in love that it doesn't make sense, you know, and and sometimes it doesn't work out. Like sometimes, you know, good things fall apart and, uh, you know, they're, sometimes good things don't last, even though you want them to. And so I, when I when I think of somebody listening to the songs, I want them to connect with it and just be like, hey, you're not the only one, like, you know, who feels like this. And, you know, sometimes like this is just life. And it is what it is, and you know other people are feeling it too, and it's okay. Like it's gonna be fine. This too shall pass. You will get through this. Yep. Right. Yep. Exactly. Now you have a very unique sound. Like, what, what to what do you attribute this unique sound and style to? <laughs> I attribute the sound uh, to all my friends being everywhere, you know, and not everybody being able to be in the recording studio. And so I had to do a lot of it myself. Mm -hmm. uh, I'd say one of my bigger influences um, was probably Mum uh, Mumford and Sons is definitely a huge one. Ben Rector. Uh, there's a band called Wild Rivers and uh, they definitely have like this like folky like you know they almost go down back to the basics where it's just like hey like we don't have all these synths and stuff and I, I had all that stuff available but it was just like I really just wanted to keep it raw um, I the songs I think that I uh, got the best response were when we just like hey we were in the living room and we just you know played these songs and I really wanted to capture that environment where it's just kind of like a smaller more intimate kind of feel and so um, I definitely took, you know, a card from Mumford and Sons and just kind of went with that style and, you know, just got a just got a kick in my guitar. Yeah. Okay. Now, I know you were working on the album project. What can people expect from that project? Um, it's definitely going to be a a roller coaster, you know, of emotions. There's a lot of there's a lot of you know, pick up songs, um, stuff that you can, you know, clap your hands to, tap your foot to, and like dance to even. Um, but there's also going to be some songs that are, hey, they're just real. Like it's, you know, it, it's also going to be good for you just to sit on your couch, you know, close your eyes and dream like through some of these songs. Um, there's a song in there. It's called, you know, If We Got Lost. And it really, that song I wrote just about, you know, it was for a long drive. And I just kind of remember like I fell in love, like taking these really long like road trips and stuff. Uh, that song I had written shortly after I drew, uh, I drove through Canada and it took me about 10 days to make the drive. And then when we got back, I was just kind of wanting to get back out on the road and, you know, I just kind of sat on my couch waiting for the next trip. Now, how would you say your area or the people around you are responding to the record? Uh, I'll miss you too. Or what is the response overall? Um, I think a lot of my friends said that they were in their feels. Um, 
Yeah, so they're definitely, this song is really, um, you know, bringing people back, uh, you know, kind of making them remember, you know, memories that they had just kind of forgotten or they had just put in the back of their mind and didn't really think of too much. And a lot of the times it really reminds me of things that were good, uh, but, you know, they got older and things have passed and, you know, they, they love where they're at and, you know, love thinking about those memories. Now, let me take this time. I'm going to give you some feedback, like I said, uh, what I thought of the record myself, too, um, just from a, from being a fan of music and the culture itself. Um, I thought it was a nice overall sound and delivery, uh, heartfelt lyrics on this one, a feel-good record, if you will. Um, live instrumentation, was all the instruments live? Everything, like you said, you, you did the drum and the, and what, the guitar, I'm guessing, right? Yeah, and, uh, I had a friend who did the electric guitar, and then we had a... There was three of us who were done, and I did most of everything. Um, one of my, like, my best friend up in Alaska did uh, electric guitar, okay. and then I had another friend who came in, and she was a female. She did uh, a little bit of piano parts and vocals as well. And the vocals, right. Yeah, I definitely caught that. Uh, it was an emotional and touching record. Uh, catchy hook, nice content and subject matter on the record. Um, I love how the tempos change uh, in the yeah. song. It has a kind of a classic vibe and sound to it as well. Um I love the collaborative vibes of the male and female vocals, the vocals, you know, uh, supporting one another. Um, and I can hear it on the radio, but I think it has crossover potential, of course, too. I don't think it, it just lives in the radio world or the radio space. I think it has that crossover potential for other platforms and medias, you know? Yeah, yeah. Well, that, sounds, that sounds great to hear. I mean, like, I mean, that's definitely what I was going for, you know? And some good things going on. I'll Miss You Too, the new single by Joju. Uh Represent right now to Fayetteville, North Carolina. Um, let me ask you this: what, what are uh, what are some of those key things that are important to you when it comes to like releasing your music? Um, I definitely I so me myself I I don't really I'm not looking to get in front of like thousands you know like or millions of people like right now it's just I I when I made the project, it was just really about, you know, wanting to communicate what I felt and wanting to make a connection with other people. And that's kind of just what I love about music, right? Is that you can, you can have that connection. Like you don't even have to really know each other, but if you know, like sometimes you can give people, you know, words, you know, when they don't have it themselves and just making that connection with other people. And so, yeah, I'm just putting my music out there. I'm sharing it and, uh, you know, trying to connect with as many people as I can. Now, who are some of those musicians and artists that inspired you? The which ones were they? Uh, no, I was saying give us a you know you you mentioned uh, earlier, but I, I was saying give us a list of some of those other musicians and artists you were listening to that kind of helped with developing you and your sound and with your creativity. Oh, uh, one of them was you know Mumford and Sons, and you right. know some of their older albums, the way that they would just have like the guitars you know the kick and the banjo and stuff and it was just really like basic and they did so much with it as far as dynamics and stuff and they they were really you know there there wasn't a whole lot of uh, people that sounded like them and then uh it was ben rector and that guy is just awesome with lyrics um yeah he he just the way he puts words together and the way he he ties in those words with music you know i i love what he does uh, as far as music and then there's wild rivers right there i don't think they're as as big uh or as much of a known band as as you know Mumford and sons of ben rector but they have like this real simple like just you know heartfelt like all, all the all the bands that i've 
kind of mentioned right now, they all just, they're great with lyrics. Uh, I love the way that they put together their lyrics. And then it's almost like they tie the music around everything that they say and just use that to really emphasize, you know, what their message is. And that, that is awesome. And I, hopefully I can be on that level one day, you know? Well, you hard work at it right now, brother. Yeah, working on it. <laughs> Talking to Joe Jew right now on the phone lines. Got the new single, I'll Miss You Too, representing out of Fayetteville, North Carolina right now. Um, what's the recording process? Or what's your recording process like? What does that studio session look like with Joe Jew? <laughs> uh, you know, it's been different every time. Uh, I've been part of other projects before, but for this one specifically, I just... I'm in my room and, you know, I decided not to get into the studio. And so I had everything like in my mind, the way that I wanted to do it. And a lot of the times I'll just play the songs on my guitar, you know, and I'll be in my living room and I'll work out all the dynamics in my head. So that by the time I get to the studio, it's just like a quick, like, Hey, let's do this. I already know what my plan is, you know, if I've written it out or if it's still in my head and I just, I want to record, you know, like the acoustics first and all the music that way, when I put like vocals over the music, I can, you know, have more, uh, I want to say emphasis. Like I, I want, I know where I want to emphasize certain parts of the lyrics that I've written in and, and where I want like the, the music to come up and be bigger. So that the mess, the message just kind of makes a punch through, you know, uh, at least that's my process. And then once we, once we're done recording everything, just, uh, we listen to it over and over and over. We go through like 10 different mixes before we decide to master it. And then even when we master it, we'll go back two or three times and master it again. Mm. Okay. So it's very, very uh, articulate and tedious process. Y'all are very hands-on with every aspect of the process. Oh, yeah. I'm, I'm there the whole way, so I want to make sure that, you know, what I'm thinking is, is what's getting delivered. Right. Okay. Now, do you have any fears when it comes to, like, recording or performing? <laughs> uh, of course. I mean, when it comes to recording... Um, yeah, like, I guess one of the fears would be, like, you know, kind of hearing myself, you know, and, and you know, discovering it sounds horrible or something, uh, you know, or not being able to get, you know, like, the timing just right. And, um, I mean, but those are those are pretty simple to work through. Um, but then as far as, like, playing them live, um, man, it, it took me a while to get over, like, the critiques uh, part of it because, you know, everybody likes a different style of music and then you can't always connect with everybody. And so, I don't know, my, I guess my fear would be, I don't know, one day, you know, I drink too much or something and I just put on a horrible show and that's that's what goes viral, you know? So right. I guess that would be one of the fears, but so far it's so far it's been good and so I don't, I don't think I'll be doing that, you know, if I'm careful. Now, who is Joju? If you had to sell yourself to my listeners right now, why should they listen to the music? Why should they follow the movement? um well joju right is uh i want to say he's real um and he he he's not going to be one of those who's just like hey like he's writing these songs for the money he's not in it for the money he's 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 has a lot of stories and he's traveled a lot he's he's learned a thing or two uh but at the same time he's still learning um does his best to be you know a good person and uh, wants to definitely add to the goodness that there is in the world. Um, I believe there's a lot of good in the world, and there's also a lot of bad. And, you know, I think um, 
a lot of what we can do to, to make it better is to come together. And one of the ways that the people will be able to do that, right, is by speaking the same language. And with music, you can cross all kinds of cultures and, and all kinds of different lifestyles with, you know, the right message, with the right music. And so that's someone who definitely has big dreams and uh, he's going for it and hopefully inspires a bunch of people along the way. So good sale, good pitch there, sir. <laughs> now, how do you feel about today's climate of music and artistry that you're hearing and seeing as an artist yourself? Um, the music has definitely changed since I was a kid. Before, I mean, everybody was trying to get an agent and stuff, and then everything changed to where you, people just started recording music in their, in their rooms, and it was really hard to to tell the difference in some of the quality of stuff that was recorded in rooms and stuff that was recorded in, you know, like a big fancy studio and, you know, and then everything changed with streaming. And so as far as like the climate goes now, it's, I, there's so much music out there and there's so much variety and, and there's so much talent, you know, other, um, whereas other, other times some people might have not gone discovered. Now you have people like Justin Bieber, you know, who got discovered on YouTube and, um, and other artists who are discovered other ways. So it's, it's definitely awesome. Uh, and at the same time, it's also, you know, it, it almost requires you to work even harder. Um, just because it's like, Hey, you, you gotta put more out there. You gotta, you gotta work a lot harder. And so I think it's, it's definitely cool. Like it, it's awesome. But at the same time, it's also requires you to work. Definitely got to put some work in. Mm-hmm. Now, what would you say is your ultimate goal in this music industry, Joju? Um, like I said, you know, it's not so much about money. It's and, not the money. So what is like, it? Yeah, I mean, like, all that stuff is nice. But at the same time, like, there's... I played on stages before, and, like, it, it's awesome when you have people, like, singing those songs back to you. Like, if you have, you know, a thousand people those are a thousand different stories, you know, that are singing words that you wrote down and decided to put to music. And there's something, you know, like addicting about that, like, like good deeds, for example, right? Like they're addicting, like when you can make someone happy or you can make someone smile. Mm -hmm. And that, that's definitely something I'm chasing after is just like, Hey, like here's, here's something, you know, like as real as, as I could have possibly made it, you know? And, you know, do my best to be authentic and share a story so that I can make a connection with somebody else and hopefully they can do the same, um, you know, and I just kind of gave them a tool to do it. Now, talking about the climate of the artistry and the music scene, um, also, does does what you're hearing and seeing creatively, does it change how you create your music at all? Does it at all taint what you're trying to do or do you feel like it makes it harder to, trying to keep up i guess with with uh i don't know keeping up with the joneses if you will keeping up with different styles and things of that nature or do you pretty much stay in your own lane and comfortable with that um i it definitely challenges you to try you know something new right because when you someone told me when i was younger right that if you speak to someone's like second language that you speak to their mind. But if you speak in their first language, you speak to their heart, right? And I'm kind of taking that same approach uh, when it comes to music, right? Because not everybody listens to, to rap music. Not everybody listens to rock music. Right. Not everybody listens to like right. classical and stuff. So it's definitely challenging. And I, you know, I'm all up for the challenge. And that's where, you know, some of my drill sergeant background or, or military background comes in because I love, you know, that competitive nature and I love that challenge. 
And uh, not only that, like whenever you play with different musicians, you know, it causes you to change your style a little bit, you know, if they're like country or if they're like rock or something. So mm-hmm. I would definitely play it a little differently. Um, so it's it's challenging and I love it. Um, at the same time, like I said, I want to make that connection with people. So it's just like, hey, maybe if I say things this way or if I sing it this way, it'll make a better connection. I, I definitely love the climate for what it is today. Because so many more, like so many people are involved with music now. You know, than they were before. There's, so many subgenres and subcultures. As the years too. goes on, yeah, like as the years go on, I'm just like finding more and more people and you know experts in their craft. So um, I'm I'm definitely loving it how it is right now. Now, what's coming up for Joju? What should our listeners be on the lookout for? What's on the verge for you? Uh, well, definitely going to be working on uh, some videos. Um, you know, putting some uh, videos to these songs and, you know, hopefully giving people a good visual to or, you know, be able to deliver the messages in the songs like a different way. Um, and then going to be doing some live shows as well. So um, probably it's not probably going to be until January where we start, you know, traveling a little bit more and uh, and playing, in, you know, for, for whoever lets us play. Right. Um, yeah. And so right now, they'll be able to find a lot of information on the instagram uh which is joju uh official music and then so yeah just live shows and hopefully some videos soon all right make sure our listeners stay tapped in with you and follow the movement and everything um before i let you introduce the single though let me ask you another question do you have any type of give back any type of community piece attached to your music anything you're looking to do maybe even in the future uh, in the, in the future, I would definitely love to reach out more to like the youth of the community. Um, cause I know growing up in Los Angeles, I didn't grow up, you know, one of the best parts and I got into a, a youth program, right? It was like law enforcement explorers. And so I learned a lot about law enforcement, but then I was also involved in, in church, uh, which is actually where I learned a lot of my music. Uh, I grew up in this like small church and so as far as me being a youth, right, my life could have gone a completely different direction. Um, cause where, where I was growing up, there was a, a lot of like violence and like gang related stuff. And so I think it was because those youth programs, right. Where you start somebody young, um, and you kind of like train them up in a certain way, like they can, it can change their life completely. Right. And so I, in the future, I would definitely love to get involved with youth and like, Hey, teach music and, you know, or just kind of expand their horizons. Right. Because you don't know what you don't know. Mm-hmm. It's like, Hey, there's more stuff out there. And you know, when you get older, you can, hopefully you can add to the community as well sounds good to me i like to ask artists that part just to see where their where their head is when it comes to that give back that that community vibe of you know how they want to help support their whether it's their market whether it's a a special cause or charity or something of that nature I, i like the the human part to, to, to be prevalent as well when I have these interviews. So I, I like to ask that just to kind of get a sense for what the person's thinking, even if it's not right now, in the future, future investments, future goals, you know, do you have a community uh, piece attached to what you're doing? So that's dope that you at least have started thinking about it. I think you have the background that could assist with that, you know, being military-based. I think that background could assist with the whole community piece and tying your music into it. Yeah, there's a, I mean, that wasn't a question I was expecting, but it's really happy. I'm really happy you asked because even as a drill sergeant, you know, we have like a lot of these kids, you know, 18, 19 year olds that come in and a lot of them haven't really experienced uh, life too much. So I definitely want to do more of it, but like outside the military, you know, where you can mentor them to like be better people. You know, people think drill sergeants are like these angry dudes all the time. It's like, no, we're actually trying to like build better people, you know, 
And that's why I said that because you're you're what you're being trained, what you were trained from your military background, I can see it helping and resonating on the community piece of you connecting with the kids, with the youth, or connecting with whomever that group of people you're trying to connect with. I can see that helping and assisting along with the music. I, I see it being threefold if you see if you see what I'm saying. Oh yeah. I see it. Yeah. So, you know, just a little jewel, a little thought for you there, brother. <laughs> Thanks, man. <I> appreciate it. <laughs> no problem, no problem. But uh, go ahead and give out that social media one more time for all our listeners, and then I want you to introduce the single. Oh yeah, it's uh, it's gonna be uh, my Instagram, uh, Joju underscore Official Music. Uh, that's where you can find more information. And uh, the song coming up is "I'll Miss You Too" uh, by me and Olivia Randall. It is. You're here for the first time right now on the Bandwagon Radio. Do me a favor, turn it up. Let go.
Think of 